you so much for listening to yet another awesome episode of Guidance with Grace. I am Grace, and today is a special edition. I am sitting next to Shelby. She is our fall 2019 intern. So we're actually recording this in the fall, but this is for the spring semester. Welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. We're talking about the topic of putting yourself first. Mm -hmm. So how did you come up with this topic, Shelby? Um, I kind of came up with it because I was talking about my fitness journey with you guys and how I had to put myself first, basically, in order to get into the swing of that and uh, figure out where I needed to go. Mm -hmm. And so your fitness journey is probably has similar parts uh, to others. I know I definitely related to you on the weight loss part of it, but I'm going to let you kind of tell your story um, Mm -hmm. and maybe even how it led you to being a student here at Columbus State and your education and all that. So where did you start? Where did you come from? Um, So I came from um, Olentangy School District, but first I started out going to the University of Akron, Um, I went there for about two years, and that's where I gained about 80 pounds. Um, I just kind of, I've always been an emotional eater, and I was away from my family, and you know, you're on your own, you're only 18, it's like, oh my god, I can eat cookies at 8 o'clock in the morning, my mom won't be here to yell at me, Mm -hmm. and uh, so I took advantage of that, and uh, I had gained a bunch of weight, and I figured out, like, oh man, maybe nursing school isn't for me, and I ended up coming home about two years later, because I had already had a lease for an apartment up there, so I was like, oh, I'll just finish out my second year and then come home. Um, So I ended up coming home, and my mom obviously was a little worried about me, and so she got me into, like, walking, and we would go play tennis, because I used to play tennis in high school, and I've always loved it. Um, So we started out with that, and I lost probably, like, 20 pounds, and doing that with her over probably, like, six months, I want to say. And then um, she was like, do you want to try this Orange Theory Fitness thing? And I was like, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything tonight. So we tried our first class in October, uh, about two years ago. And I started working out probably like two times a week there, doing walking and other stuff with my mom, maybe once or so a week. Um, And then I worked at Marshall's as well, so I was always walking around doing stuff. Um, so I ended up losing a few more pounds doing that, about like 20, maybe 30. Um, and then I ended up quitting my job at Marshall's and working at Orange Theory. And so then I started going five times a week, sometimes (laughs) more than that, because it can be a little addicting. Um, and then I lost another 50 pounds in the first year that I started working there. So it was pretty... It was crazy. I can't even imagine you looking any heavier <laughs> than you are right now. So it's yeah. amazing to hear that you came mm. from such a heavier weight. Mm. How do you feel? Oh, my God. I feel so much better. I uh, went from being 235 pounds to now I'm down to about 150. So my like my knees feel so much better. Yeah. It's so weird thinking that. Like, oh, I feel so much and stronger, young, too. And you're young, so to have knee problems, it's like, what? Yeah. 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 So that's a really cool kind of segue because changing your lifestyle habits probably wasn't easy at first. And I like that you said, you know, you did one thing and then you did another thing Mm -hmm. and it didn't all just happen overnight. And I think it's really easy to lose sight of that 
and say, I have these big goals I want to accomplish them. That's fine to be mm-hmm. passionate about that. But you mm-hmm. added things slowly. Yeah. You yeah, made so it realistic. Yeah. It's been about like two-ish years. Kind of started out at square one. I couldn't really squat my own body weight. Um, it was hard on my knees and my legs, obviously. Um, so kind of building up that strength, I needed that. And so tennis and walking kind of helped build it. And then I started working out doing Orange Theory. So it's lifting and cardio, basically. And I built up from there. Um, so that was about like a year and a half. And in this past couple months, I've been doing like lifting with an online trainer. So it's good to like always switch things up. As much as I love Orange Theory and want to do that workout all the time, it's not you know, what's suited for me now. Now lifting is helping me um, change my body composition a little bit rather than all of Orange Theory, but mm-hmm. it's been it's been awesome. It's been about two and a half years, I feel like, since um, the beginning of the whole journey. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not an overnight thing. No, <laughs> not at all. Mm-hmm. How did you find a lifestyle balance between all of that, and of course, you're you've been a student on and off throughout that. You're currently mm-hmm. a student here at Columbus State. Mm-hmm. How how do you feel like you were able to balance all of that? Because I know we were talking earlier about you know you have a job, you're you know you have school, but you also have a personal life too, and being able mm-hmm. to manage all of that and still remain healthy and maintain yeah. your weight loss. Um, I'm really good about planning out things. I know it annoys my family to no end, (laughs) but I love my planner and I schedule, I have like a little highlighter. It's like, okay, I work today six to two. And then I have my internship like two to six or something like that. I'll have that and I'll highlight the different times. So that way I know I'm like, okay, work is going to be orange and then school is going to be pink. And then my Mm. free time, like if I have like a wedding to go to or like I'm running a 15k like things like that I'll highlight it in yellow so then it's like all right so now I know I have like my fun stuff and I have my work and school stuff mm-hmm. too so being able to have that visual has helped me um, be able to plan around everything um, I did you know for a while overwork myself I was when I wasn't in school I was working at a nursing home and I was working like 70 hours a week and I just totally burned myself out and I ended up hating where I worked and I was like okay I gotta get out of here so um definitely it took me a while to be like okay maybe 30 hours a week is like my jam while I'm in school Mm -hmm. rather than working like 40 or more because it's easy to be like oh yes let me pick up the extra hours and get the extra money but it's like you have to think like am I gonna be exhausted am I gonna be like Mm -hmm completely mean and a beast like right yeah and you don't want to you don't want to do that to anybody around you and you certainly Mm -hmm. don't want to waste your money while you're going to school yeah you know even if it's a loan you're going to pay that back eventually so being Mm -hmm. the best version of you is hard when you want to do so many different things Mm -hmm. so definitely scaling back and uh finding realistic Mm -hmm. uh, not just goals but also schedule yeah so Shelby, what are some tips that you have for somebody who might be where you were at two and a half years ago, trying to, yeah. they know they need to do something. What would you suggest? Um, I would suggest just jumping in and doing something like whether it's trying like class pass, you can get like a free two weeks of class pass or trying out different gyms, just doing something and figuring out what your jam is. Cause I know a while I was doing bar three for a couple months because I really just loved it and then I went back to doing orange theory and then I loved that and then I went 
to doing yoga. So you kind of have to find like what fits for you, like figure out what makes you happy and uh, just kind of jump in and do some, maybe do some walking a couple times a week and then do yoga or whatever. And knowing that it'll change Mm -hmm. and being open to that change. I think people we're very uh, ritualistic people in the sense that we like our routines mm-hmm. and as humans we also get bored and mm-hmm. we need to change it up and we talked about that I can't even remember what episode we talked about it on uh, we were talking about kind of like a sticking with your workouts it was one of the very early early on episodes we were talking about um, you know how to stay interested and mm-hmm. because exercise is such a colorful arena you have so many options. Yeah. So knowing what your options are is a great place to start, but knowing that you should change it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know sometimes like high intensity interval training, like Orange Theory, can get your cortisol levels up and it kind of gives people um, anxiety when th- your cortisol levels are higher. So sometimes like I can feel that in my body and then I realize like, all right, maybe I should try yoga, try to like zen out a little bit, mm-hmm. calm down, like. It'll help my anxiety. So kind of figuring out like, oh, gosh, gosh, this workout is good, but maybe I need to take a break and try something else mm-hmm. just so that way it suits my needs better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other tips or anything you thought were helpful for you? Yeah. So um, listening to your body, I that's great. Um, am yeah. <laughs> I was terrible at this for so long. I didn't know I had celiac disease until about a year ago from this November um i found out i had always just you know had headaches brain fog like my body always just felt kind of achy and i just kind of was like maybe that's just how i feel like i don't know why and i was working out like five or more times a week because i could and i had a free gym membership i was like man why not so i'm working out and i'm you know like oh well okay i need a rest day this day because my body is you know sore from working out but why do i still feel crummy And so I ended up getting blood work done um, because I was out to eat with my mom and we were having like meatballs and um, we got like a Bud Light and I like broke out in hives and I didn't know why. I was like, oh, mom, you know, this is weird. Like I've been feeling crummy. What should I do? And she's like, well, maybe go get blood work done. So I got my blood work done and it found out I had celiac disease and I had no idea. So it's like just listening to your body and listening to how Mm -hmm. you feel is super important because if I had never done that, I would still be here today like, oh gosh, I still feel crummy and I have no idea why. So, yeah, yeah. that is so true. We had an episode uh, called listening to your body. Mm -hmm. If you cannot tune in to how you feel and what could be causing that, Mm -hmm. Like, people don't even, like, it could be as simple as just tracking your food and seeing what you're actually eating. Because it's actually really hard to remember all the foods that you eat, especially if Mm -hmm. you're a snacker like me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, a cheese stick here and there, and it adds up. So knowing Mm -hmm. also kind of what you're doing throughout the day, how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Dawn and I always talk about mindfulness and journaling. I feel like every time she's on, because that's a thing that works for the both of us. So um, we definitely are uh, big pushers for that. So those are things that you can do for you guys listening uh, to kind of tune in and listen to your body a little bit more. Go back and listen to that episode. I have no idea what number it was, um, but not super long ago. Yeah, another good thing is don't overwork yourself too, um, because I got in the habit of always – 
I would work out, you know, at Orange Theory, and then I would go and run after that, after work and stuff. Um, even though, you know, my body was like, oh gosh, Shelby, you need to take a break. Like, you're going a little too crazy. But I was just kind of like, oh, I love fitness. Let me go do this. Definitely listen to your body. I ended up actually getting pretty sick. Um, I got strep throat and mm. I had it for about like six months. It was crazy. I just couldn't what? fight it. Yeah. And then I ended up having to get a tonsillectomy and like, wow. that's a little bit extreme version of it, but that's you know, insane. it happens. Yeah. So definitely listen to your body on that too. Don't overwork it. Your body mm. was made to, you know, do just enough. Right. Not yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. That is such a great point. Uh, I think we get like set on these things mm-hmm. that we have to do. We have to yeah. do. But the world will still keep spinning Mm -hmm. even if you put some of those things down and step back and be like, hey, let me take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, especially around this time of year when people are getting sick. Oh, I can't get sick. I have to do this and this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you get sick? You usually end up either taking time for yourself and things are still okay Mm -hmm. or you don't and then you feel like crap and it's prolonged. Yep, exactly. Yeah, taking care of yourself. Yeah. Having strep throat for six months is not fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Words from the pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Another important thing, I think, is um, just to learn to be okay with putting yourself first. Like, I know for a while I kind of was like, well, I don't want to upset my mom. I don't want to upset my dad. Like, if I want to go do this and... They were like, Shelby, it's totally fine. Like, we understand, like, you have a life. You want to go out with your friends. You don't always have to come over every Saturday or every Sunday, you know. So just always, like, think, you know, it's okay. Go out. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. Do your jam. Whatever makes you happy. Right. Yeah. And don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Which I think was kind of one of your other ones. Like, don't feel bad about putting yourself first. Yeah, don't. Because, I mean, a lot of people either don't put themselves first or do. And it's just okay. Like, you just have to think well, is it going to affect me in the long run? Not really. I mean, you're doing you. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that self-care thing that we mm-hmm. were talking about. In the autumn 2019, we were talking about uh, self-care and how to make kind of a well-rounded decision on developing a plan to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not the best version of you, you know, how useful are you really? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of did that with um, food it's kind of hard for me to be functional when I'm eating stuff that isn't whole like I fig- I found out you know eating not necessarily junk but a bunch of processed foods kind of makes me feel foggy too so I'm I've been recently trying to eat more whole foods more just like fruits vegetables mm. stuff like that um, so definitely do that too yeah, yeah. those are really great tips. optimize your health yeah and how you feel Right. Can t- take control of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people blame it on the food, but like, what else are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's not just the foods you're eating. What are you doing to change the foods? Mm-hmm. What are you doing outside of that? Yep. Yeah. Balancing it all. Mm-hmm. Well, that was great. Any yeah. other thoughts? Um, not that I can think of. All right. Well, guys, if you're listening to this and you feel like that's you, uh, Shelby, is this your last semester here in the fall? It is, yes. Yes, mm. but you'll probably see her around if you go to any of the Orange Theories here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely let us know if you have questions. We can always invite Shelby back. Yeah. <laughs> we love part twos. Putting yourself first is definitely right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like a tongue twister. It's mm-hmm. definitely up your alley, Shelby. Um, but 
I, I definitely think it should be up everybody's alley. I think you should definitely take care of yourself, uh, make the be best version of you possible and available to not just for what you want to do, but also for those around you. If you're a mom, you're not going to be the greatest mom if you feel foggy all the time, mm -hmm. if you feel tired. Diving in deep and figuring out why you feel the way you feel and going back and maybe listening to a couple of those other podcast episodes might be helpful, especially around the new year time as we're starting things up again. Yeah. And remember, it's a journey. It's always a work in progress. Yeah. It's taken me two and a half years to figure that out, but right. it's always a work in progress. So and you're going to continue to keep yeah. growing, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have found new things that I love and exercises I like and foods I like so you know um, you guys will be able to do it too just remember it's a journey you know take it day by day don't don't get down on yourself if you know you're feeling like oh man I can't figure this out well it's only been a week give yourself maybe a month or two and then you'll figure it out it takes time I love it <laughs> I love it spoken well we'll leave off there thank you so much for listening to this episode and the future ones and the last ones guys definitely hit us up on facebook twitter and instagram if you have questions and don't forget to listen in next week i'm grace and i'm shelby and we'll see y'all next week Bye.